Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. So this is uh, episode forty-eight. We got some stuff to talk about. Yep. Uh, we're gonna get into gym equipment a little bit. Yep. Um, we are what three days? We're about thirty-six hours out. Thirty-six hours out from maybe seventy-two hours from the main state powerlifting championships. Right, APF, um, right here in Westbrook at the Armory. It's I don't know what number it is in the whole scope of things, but it's at least the. Thirteenth one I've put on. We've put on. Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh? You know, one thing that I I think I heard Gabe talking about this. Arm the armory's easy to find. Armory got is plenty of parking, right? It's one twenty. Yes, one twenty Stroudwater Street. One twenty. It's right across the street from, from the, the Westbrook High School. Right. They call it the Armory because it's right next to where they store all the military stuff. No, it's right? an active Armory. It is okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like so, you when you see when you pull in and you see all the salute. <laughs> You see the Jeeps and the Humvees, that's you're in the, the right that, spot. Yeah, they're an engineering battalion, I believe. It is cool to see when you're, uh, sometimes when I'm leaving for work, mm-hmm. I'll get like a, you know, a convoy. Yeah. And you see, and you're sitting, you, you know, you're at the red light and there's like this 8 by 8 bulletproof tires, you know. On the first weekend of every month, they're they're active, so that's when you see that. That, oh, we, okay. That's why we can never do a meet the first weekend of any month. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, where do they go? They go. I. They th- go north. Right? They go north a lot and hook up with you know probably what a combat battalion and practice or get ready or sure. hopefully for never do anything but mm-hmm. at least be ready. Yeah, I did. Have you ever? You can. Uh, you could <laughs> buy those vehicles used for actually pretty yes. cheap. Yes, they're Humvees and the. Um, uh, what do they call the other things? Well, they've got like these multi-fuel yeah. crazy. Yeah. You could put like reduce more mm-hmm. oil in the gas tank. And it'll, it'll run. Burn it. yep. Yeah, it'll, anything. doesn't yeah. matter. So all that stuff's over there. I don't know if it's probably there this weekend. Yeah. They have, uh, the soldiers are there. They won't be there on the weekend. But yep. So when you see that, you're in the right place. I had to report to the first sergeant there one time. I got in trouble. Really? Yeah, I hit the door with a truck. And the guy said, you got to see the first sergeant. I said, okay. "Oh shit!" <laughs> so the guy came out, and I go, "Yes, first sergeant." <laughs> he goes, making fun of you. "Yeah." He goes, "That's no problem. That you're all set." <laughs> <laughs> yes, first sergeant. I said, "Yes, first sergeant." Were you? Uh, yes. Well, kind of. I didn't want to think it, him think I was being a wise ass, but yeah. I said, "Yes, first sergeant." He said, "You're all set." Don't worry about How long ago was that? <laughs> oh, four or five meets ago. Okay. Oh, so not that long. <laughs> no. <ago. laughs> That's looking funny. <laughs> Because you got to report to the first sergeant. Oh, yeah. No first sergeants there uh, Saturday. Um, speaking of Saturday, are we all set with help? We can use a little more, but we had a, at least a decent uptick. Yes, so that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to everyone who is volunteering. Yep. Um, we had a decent uptick in help. Yep. We could, I could still use a couple people Friday morning. Friday morning for? Could, for the setup, yeah. I okay, just, I need setup some, weigh-ins? Wait, I got a weigh-in person. Gabe's going to do the men's side, it looks like. I okay. just I need some help setting the meat itself up now. Okay. So Even though you, we get the stuff over there, I still need a hand. That's right. Um, so if anyone's uh, 
Got some free time. It'll be tomorrow after you. By the time this podcast is released, give Maddie a call. Hit him up on Instagram. Give Emily or Mike a call, and they'll uh, somebody with a power drill just to drill those platforms together for me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'll pay him. I'll pay you. There you go, folks. Makes make a little money helping people out. Yeah. And of course, uh, I also just want to mention August 11th. We got the push poll coming up. Um, live yet? Uh, not on the entry quite yet. Okay. Actual to enter it? Yeah. Almost. Right Soon. Close. Soon. Great. That's awesome. All right. So we, uh, Matt, you had a good you had a good topic for tonight. I think it's. I'm surprised it's one we haven't touched upon. Well, um, I, I didn't really come up with it, but it seems like, you know, something we you want to talk about if you're looking for a jam or. Yeah. Totally. Because I think it, you know that that when you are kind of gym shopping, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Um, obviously, depending on, you know, if you're a boxer, you're going to look for one thing. If you're an MMA fighter, you're going to look for one thing. If you're a power lifter, there are some certain things that you should look for. I think that that's going to be the topic for today is really, I guess, uh, you know, it's going to be kind of like, what's, what do you think is uh, almost necessary? What's nice to have? How do you, and maybe we could get into a little bit, if you don't have something, how do you... How do you improvise? Exactly. Um... So I think you want to start with I'm. You want to start this? I'm thinking. No, you uh, go. Okay. So I want to. Start, I mean, I think the biggest one that's especially unique to this gym and to powerlifting in general is obviously the monolift. Our, our three monoliths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having three monoliths is very uncommon in I just about any gym. I mean, having one is semi uncommon. Right? Absolutely. Um, I don't. I mean, in Southern Maine, they are few and far between. In Maine, they're few and far between. Uh, where you could find the only next one I know of was in Lewiston. That's right. Um, so I don't know of any in Southern Maine. Do you? I don't. No. Um, so the monolith is uh, obviously important to for specific, you know, for powerlifting to get rid of the walkout. Yeah, do, I, do you, do you know, think that that is the main point of the? Does it does it serve a broader purpose that I'm like not think seeing? I mean, the isn't don't they complain? It makes it easier or something. That's what I would say that that's what people would. Who are opposed to monolith? Would right, say. but don't you think that if you don't have to walk around with everything being relative, yes, three hundred pounds on your back or eight hundred pounds on your back is safer than stepping back out of with course. it? Of course, I think that it's. Oh, I always think about, it, and now that you know, I'm more aware of it now that I've used a monolith. Mm-hmm. It's the the moment when you take the step, and now you've got. You've got five hundred pounds or whatever. It doesn't matter. Unevenly I, loaded onto your ankle. All things equal, 300 pounds is a lot of weight. Yeah, right. Totally. Everybody thinks eight or 900 when they're talking about this. Yeah, but, but of course. 300 pounds is a lot of weight. So when I hear about the cheating thing, it's cheating, it's blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's take the lifter out of it. You're going to hurt some other people. You're going to hurt the spotters. That's a very good you point. You get my point? Yeah. Because you can't put any straps on anything else. You can only put straps on a monolift. So, all right, can we worry about some other people then, since you think it's cheating for lifters? The spotters are going to get very badly hurt as well. That's my that's my argument on that. Yeah, I would say too if you like to lift in a group, um, unless you got a lot of friends that are exactly the same height, mm-hmm. that makes a huge difference. Yeah, because you think of, if you if you know forget the forget the weight. If we want to squat the same thing and mm-hmm. you're five five and I'm six five, mm-hmm. you can't you can't we can't squat together. You mean like going in a power rack? or you something? You can't do it. 
No, you have to keep. Yeah, you can't. You're right. It doesn't make it, it would. It wouldn't make sense. It would be. It was. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. No, that's one thing that when I uh, I was at a uh, was on a college campus on Monday, mm-hmm. and they had you know forty squat racks. The the building that I went into was uh, a, a gym, and you know you got three people all working out together, but it takes three squat racks to accomplish that, which is crazy. Doesn't that just seem bizarre? Now that because we're so accustomed to our environment here, yes. Like imagine if we were all benching or all squatting, but on three different racks. Yeah, it's like just, if you, Gabe, and Matt were squatting, but on separate. Monolos. We had to have separate monolos, yeah, because they weren't adjustable. Right. Yes. A little crazy. Yeah. Or you have to take the the bar off to every time to reset everything. Yeah. It it because it it kind of graduated from power racks to the jack racks. You've seen those. Yeah, they uh, they call them the uh, it's the USAPL rack. They have their own sort of one piece unit, but yep. before that, there was just these two jacks they had. There were you had to do them, you know, do them together, get them the same height. Right, but you'd have to do one then the other one because it was two separate. That is, they're jacks. just two pieces of equipment. Right. Yeah. So for years, I trained out of those because I didn't want to train out of a power rack, so I bought a pair of those. But then you go to a meet and you're in a monolift, so finally broke down and bought that old monolift down there. How? Uh... When did monoliths? When did you start seeing monoliths in competition? Because when you see the old ninety two was the first year. Okay. That, yeah. When you uh, watch, when you see like the old pictures of you know Louis Simmons squatting, it's you the know, jack racks. It's jack racks with a steely tire. Yes. With it down. A, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So ninety two. Ninety two was the very first year at the uh, APF Nationals. Um, that was the first year of the first monolift. People were people's minds just blown. Right. No, I remember the guy said the meat director was uh, this guy Jeff Wright. He was a great bencher. He passed away in Pittsburgh, and he said, uh, "Hey, come on, come over here and try this." I loved it right off the bat. Day one. Day one. It was, I mean, the day before the meet. He goes, "You ever been in one?" I said, "No, I've never even seen one of those." Sure. He said, "Here, put a, let's put a plate on. Give it a try." I stood this right up great. and walked yeah. it out. This is great. Dunked it down and yep. you were hooked. And went nine for nine. Nice. Um, so what? All right. So I, I gave one. I gave you one. What do you think? What What do you think is one that uh, you can't really live without? All right. So would we say bench press now with the face savers? I think that that's a good. Well, the you know the safety bars on. Absolutely, and I would say just having even without the face savers, having a bench that is the right width and the right height off the ground. Be correct. Yes, so that you. Uh, sort of universal size, mm-hmm. and then if somebody has a problem, we can they can put a couple of plates. Yeah, but I'm I'm told all the commercial gyms have these really low ones. They're very low. They're yeah. very narrow. Narrow too. Okay, so yeah. it makes it makes training a little difficult if you're serious. Yes, and even though even despite them being lower, mm-hmm. I've noticed, and it was again something I didn't pick up on until I started using you know the nice equipment that's here, is. It's tough to pull. Somebody gets stuck with two seventy five on the chest mm-hmm. without ha- having the little steps. Yes. For the handoff guy. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to pull that off. Somebody. Oh, to retrieve it. Yeah, yeah without having that. Yeah, and we okay. So there's another point I didn't even think of. The spotter steps. That's right. One good, time at a, good point, man. One time at UMaine, there was this guy, pretty big jack dude. He's wrapping two seventy five, and next thing I, I look over and it's on his. It's on his lap. Ah, he's and trying to roll it off his... He couldn't... He was totally stuck. Mm-hmm. And But he had started rolling it. Yeah. So you couldn't get to it from the back. It would be like doing a deadlift. No way. 
So I had to, this, I didn't know this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm like one of the only people in the gym, me and him. And I had to straddle him, do a deadlift while he wiggled himself out. You thank you? Yep. Oh, okay. He said, oh, my wrist slipped. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I meant to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's my new training method. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, static hold. Yeah. To adjust the CNS. Mm -hmm. So I guess monolift to well-built bench with yep. the right height with a safety uh, safety arms, face savers, face and, savers. and spotting platform. Yeah, spotting platform and again, adjustability on the uprights. Most commercial gyms will have like three hooks, yep. which is good because, you know, you get, you're going to in a bad spot. You mean on the uprights. Exactly. Yes. And it's, you know, everybody uses the top one. Yeah. The middle ones, if you get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And the only time you're on the bottom one is if you couldn't make it to the second one and you're usually, one's in the second, one's in the bottom or yeah. something. And you might get out or you might not. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, having, uh, I mean, you see a lot of people, I think this is a good one, that for a monolith, it's pretty hard to, comp, you know, it's tough to, if you don't have a monolith, it's mm -hmm. hard to make a squat rack work in such a way. I think the only real way that would you mean be... mean for a group? For a group, yeah, yeah. for a group. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can get the throw aspect from, like, the rogue mono attachments, mm -hmm. but you don't get the yeah, ability to go to... Change yeah, the height. The height. Which is huge. Yeah. And sometimes you want to change your height mid-squat workout. Yeah, this isn't right. I need it up or down. A water. hair. Yeah. Or a half. Mm -hmm. um, so huge advantage there. And just That's making sure to point. get it to the... A lot. I used to work out at another gym in Westbrook. Um, and it seemed the squat rack heights were either way too low or way too high. So I'm either on my tippy toes mm -hmm. getting it out or I'm starting, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> three inches above parallel. Yeah. You're doing a, a, a pause squat to get exactly going. to get going every time. Well, it's more like mm -hmm. a good morning because you're you yeah. can't start. You couldn't get under, under it, it properly. Right. Right. Um, right. So yeah, um, and on the bench, there's a few different. I mean, I think the bench is a little bit easier if you don't have the right equipment. It's it's pretty easy to, well, not pretty easy, but you're going to be in a better predicament to modify that bench to be closer to a competition bench. I know that you've got uh, we've got a pad. Out back that gets taped on occasionally. Yeah, sometimes we do that. Uh, Not going to help you with the height, obviously. No, but no. But, if you're a wider fellow, but both our heavy benches have the have the safety, the face savers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty. And hard they both to, have the spotter stands. Right. And, platform. You know, you may be thinking, well, do, do I really need face savers if I've got spotters? Benching is well. Uh, it's now it's an APF rule. Really? Yes. Um, I think that's good. Because I had, I had those added to the orange bench. Oh, really? Yeah, those weren't on there. I had them welded on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, the reason why I say that is when you're spawning someone benching, especially in a bench shirt, mm -hmm. the descent can be extremely slow, and it can go from perfect to disaster just like that. Bingo. And that's why, or, you know, on the uh, concentric portion of the lift, mm -hmm. you get out of groove, that thing is coming at your head. And that heavy weight moves fast. So... And it's just it, and it re-explains the monolift theory too, mm -hmm. why you want why you, it's safer. Yeah. So I'm gonna take the next one. I think you this is it. a obvious one mm -hmm. that is kind of overlooked, and that's the deadlift platform. I, I you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I don't know what it would do to. I mean, a lot of you know a lot of large commercial gyms, and you're talking about like. Uh, nice recreational facilities will mm -hmm. have full-blown 
uh, you know, rubberized floor. Mm-hmm. I question, I'd be curious to see, you know, what years of deadlift does to the concrete underneath that. You would probably know, yeah. Not good, right? I can't be. You're talking about, you're thinking about consistently even, you know, 225 pounds. As a point low, just constantly. Day after day after day. After exactly. Day, yeah. Something's going to give down there. So you're saying a lot of the gyms, that's the deadlift platform. Exactly. It's just the rubberized floor. Okay. Here's another point. If the power dock was here, I bet he'd back us up. When you, there's no dropping the bar. Yep. At least usually. Yep. Right? So when you send a deadlift back down, a heavy one, there's an amount of shock that comes back through the floor. Oh, totally. And that's very bad for us if it's a lousy platform. The reaction, kind yeah, of. Yeah, well, it's bad for your spine. It's bad for your shoulders. Yeah. And what you're saying, I didn't realize that gyms are doing that. So that's not good either. Oh, yeah, totally. If you exactly. If you are, and one thing that I always preach is going slower, a little slower on the eccentric. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't crash down because if you crash down... Grip tight onto that bar, mm-hmm. and you don't have a lot of, you know, there's nowhere for that impact to go. Mm-hmm. That 400 pounds is going back up your spine. Exactly. That I, 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 I didn't realize that's what they pass for deadlift platforms. That would be a good question for Travis. I'm sure he's yeah. listening. I hope he's listening. Yeah. Um, I wonder what that actually, like, you know, when you do that, where is that pain really going? Or Because I, I was thinking that it, it would affect your wrist a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt it in my back. Well, my guess is, again, it's cumulative. Uh, the more, oh, yeah. more weight, the more shock, the more times you do it, the more, and then somebody, something's got to absorb it. Totally. If it's a lousy platform, it's going back up your arm into your body. All right. I know, uh, you know when you're studying physics, you talk about normal reactions. So mm-hmm. when you're standing on the ground, you know, and you're a 208, mm-hmm. 308. A 203-0-8-er? A 203-0-8-er. What's that? That's 616? 616. You're 616 pounds. You know, the ground is putting 616 pounds back on you. If you punch a wall with 100 pounds of force, mm-hmm. that wall punches you back. Essentially, you know what I, I mean? Get, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Right. Only with a deadlift, you're going to multiply that many more times. Well, it's exponential. It's, it's going to be quite a bit more because you pick up a 600-pound deadlift, and now it is 36 inches above the ground, and you basically let it free fall but with your hands with, with a tiny bit it. of control so you don't get yelled at right so I would say the word is exponential it must go up well beyond the 600 pounds oh totally you would know that more than I would but. I my physics professors would be ashamed that I don't remember it yeah. but um, yeah oh yeah um, noise is another big one I know a lot of uh, it helps the deadlift platforms help for noise control just general in general you know it's not a ton it's still going to mm-hmm. be loud yep. but it may Stop your neighbors from yelling at you mm-hmm. 10 times. You know, might mm-hmm. get it down to eight times. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, that's a good one. We both thought of that at the same time. Yeah. And then also, you know, we've got, you know, we've kind of got two primary platforms here. The other one's by the power rack, but having the band attachments and not having to jerry rig the. The band, the band to, to, to go to uh, versus the bands. Right. Yep. I know uh, you, I'm sure Theo has sent you some of the pictures of his after his. He's pretty. Um, He's pretty good at improvising. He's very guy. good at improvising. I give him a lot of credit. That's a pain in the neck. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we have a luxury. Totally. We have a luxury platform. I have, I mean, I've tried to do stuff like that in regular gym. Mm-hmm. One, people are going to look like, you look at you like you got nine heads. Yeah. And you got, you're going to have, you know, employees asking if you're mm-hmm. all right and... So, if you're in, if you're into any sort of accommodating resistance, is your gym set up for it? That's kind of that's a very good point. Is it is it accommodating friendly? Yeah, 
And so, you know, the two big pieces of the accommodating resistance, as we've discussed, is pretty much the bands and the chains. Mm -hmm. Bands are pretty easy to come by. You can buy them for relatively inexpensive. You, you can locate them easily. Exactly. You can get a set of reds and do just about everything. Mm -hmm. You just get more reds. Yep. I think a pair from Rogue is like 12 bucks, mm -hmm. 18 bucks, something yep. like that. Chains, on the other hand. Chains, you need a little better concept of what you're getting into and what you need. You you can't buy those at Home Depot or Lowe's. No, you, I had bought some extras one day over on uh, Warren Ave at one of those supply places. you got to go to an industrial, yeah. like a, I mean, those are ship chains is essentially what They're they Marines are. They're Marines type stuff, I think. Right. Yeah. If, you want, if you don't want to have too many around, you get some heavier ones. But I got lucky and found some mediums, too. Right. And Most that, of those ones you see are medium, kind of medium. Did they cut those down for you? They cut them. Because, I mean, most people who buy chain aren't buying... I think I called ahead and he, three foot the lengths. guy cut, cut those lengths for me, if I remember right. Right. But, I mean, you're talking about steel chains now. That You're, the you're not going to cut it with your, is, with your snippers. No, and it's expensive. It was expensive, yeah. And even if you wanted to outfit a home gym, by the time you end up at chains, bar, you know, plates, you're and, dropping thousands of dollars. And a pair of Dynamax specialty collars. To hang the chains from properly. <laughs> You can buy the leader chain at Home Depot. I you bet. get the leader chain very easily. That's yes. easy to find. And those little buckles you can get. Yeah, a little but, turnbuckle that yeah. goes, the so, pin goes missing. Does your gym allow, include it or allow it, I guess would be That's a big point, too. You can't be dragging chains into uh, Planet Fitness. I doubt they're going to frown on that, right? Yeah, <laughs> they will. So some gyms might be open to it, but that means you got to go find it. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of them have it, but I don't know. Sure. So, so we just went over the equipment for the big three. That's pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, accessories. What equipment do you feel? What accessory? I want to say machines. Do you feel are kind of necessary for? Well, I was wondering about that. I was wondering about that. You need you need back machines. Yes. Right. Do you want plate loaded or do you want selectorized? We have, I think, a nice choice. Yep. Right. We can do cable rows with nice selectorized stack or pull downs with a stack, or we have the hammer stuff that we can plate, plate load. loaded. It's got a different. Uh, they have a different angle of resistance. Almost like the old Nautilus angle. I don't know if anybody remembers that. The uh, it was based on the uh, the Nautilus shell in the sea, but I think the hammers kind of copy it. Sure. So I guess I don't know. What do you think? Maybe it's a maybe it's good we have a mix. Definitely. I mean, I think that you know row machines are great when you've been loading up. Doing all these compound movements, mm -hmm. um, it's good to be able to isolate. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of. The base that holds it all together, mm -hmm. being your back. Um, I think, in my opinion, you know, in my opinion, the most important ones are the posterior chain. Right. So we have the hammer pull, the ISO row. We have a T bar. We have cable row, and we have regular lat pull. Yeah. So the our cable row and our regular lat pull are essentially just pulley driven, straight line stuff, and the hammer stuff is all angled uh, point of resistance coming through it different points plate loaded yep so I think we have the best of both definitely um, when I was thinking of posterior chain stuff I was thinking more along the lines of the uh, reverse hyper and the ah, uh, okay alright so we're going from upper and middle back yes to lower down back. to lower alright so now we're getting into the good the good yes. stuff I think a lot and you know when you you know you see a kid go to the gym with his parents or like uh, you know what I was at you mean you'd mm -hmm. see it they'd take people to through the rec center mm -hmm. with their kids or whatever and you'd see them they'd be look max out the row machine max out the leg press mm -hmm. machine because mm -hmm. you can put a lot of body english into it mm -hmm. yeah one thing you really can't do that with i know for sure is the reverse hyper no that machine you can turn it into a leg curl but right yeah but that that machine will make you humble very fast yes it will 
Um, it also make you strong very fast. Yes. And it will injury proof you. So if you don't have one, I've seen people rig up a band. I, I can rig you up on a on one of these exercise balls for either one of those movements. Really? Glute ham. On a full ball? Yeah. Like a Absolutely. Big, big, what's yeah. the gym term for those? Stability ball. Stability ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can rig that up easily. I can do I can show you how to do a glute ham on it or a reverse hyper on it. Oh shit! I'm yeah. I can picture the reverse hyper. I can't picture the glute ham. Just move your body further onto the ball. Okay. Uh, excuse me, uh, further off the ball. Further off the ball. Yeah, just kind of lay over it, and you got to raise. So I like your knee. You're just like your knees are on it, pretty much. You need probably have some have somebody hold you. Right. That sounds pretty tough. Now yeah. you're like borderline Russian leg curl. Right, but it can be done. Yeah. Um, so if you don't, I guess I'm saying if you don't have them. Those two machines. Uh, let's name them again so people know. Yeah. The glute ham. The glute ham raise. It could okay. easily be mistaken for the standing uh, bicep curl. Yes. Preacher curl. <laughs> Preacher curl, yep. And the reverse hyper. Reverse hyper. Yes. You can improvise with stability balls, everybody. No kidding. Yes. I've seen people do like uh, on a upright bench, you know, so like a uh, an adjustable utility bench mm-hmm. set up for like inclined dumbbell press. Yep. You kind of get on it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, so your chest is kind of leaning over where your head would be, mm-hmm. and then putting a band around their ankle and swinging up that way. For reverse hyper. Yes. Right. For reverse hyper. Yep. Yes. But if you just get off, if you just lay your chest, because uh, we didn't have one for a while when I was at a different gym, I would get on the medicine ball and roll, roll, roll over and raise my trunk, kick it up. If you could, if you could, you'd hold a dumbbell between your ankles. That sounds like a really good way to. That sounds like a good. Is it too? It's not good? ideal, right? But, but it sounds like a good kind of a warm up or like a. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially if you're at a uh, or if you're at a meet and there's mm-hmm. a thousand people there and yep. you can't get to the reverse hyper. Mm-hmm. There's already a line for the reverse hyper. Yep. Uh, you ever seen anybody do a leg curl on a uh, lat pull down machine like a Russian leg curl? I don't know. I heard just heard you say it, but I don't think I know it. You know what? So like you're. It's, you're you're fa- you're in it, you're in it the same way that you would be uh, if you're doing abs, but your ankles are your shins are up on. You mean you'd be like you were doing ab crunches with the in the. So you yeah so you're facing the wrong way on a lat pull on a lat pull down, but your feet are back and uh, in, and they're doing the reverse hyper that way with no. Okay, so you just gave another um, option. Yeah, you got to be pretty rugged to do that. Well, you I have mean, a spotter. I, I sure. Yeah. yeah, or a spotter, or you got a ball. Or you got a PVC pipe, mm-hmm. something to help you. Um, I know what's the machine that Louis has that's the opposite of the reverse hyper, because that's the inver- It's like the inverse hyper or something. Where when you the more weight you add, it's actually helping you get back up. It's basically an assisted body weight. Curl. Not that plyo swing. No. No. I can't think of what it is, but I can't either. Um, very tough. Try to do if you try to do one of those Russian leg curls for those listening. I guarantee mm-hmm. you will be kissing the floor. Um, so I think in, so you you back your feet in. You're facing out yep. on a lat pull. Yep. And you start down. Yep. And you got to come back up. Right. That's another. That's a good call. Yeah. That's, that's another way to do them. Very tough. I yep. think that's pretty advanced. Um, that probably is. Ideally, you sh- you need a glute ham raise and a reverse hyper. If you can do that, you've probably spent a lot of time on a reverse hyper or, or doing something to develop those hamstrings. So. Yeah, but those two machines, I guess, as you go along in the in our uh, pecking order here, mm-hmm. very very important. 
Yeah. Especially if you've got athletes coming to your gym. I don't mean just powerlifters. Yes? Oh, totally. Football, I don't care, basketball, sprinters, baseball. Yeah, sprinters, yeah. Be. Big time. And it, they, they help injury-proof you, too. Just having the muscle. The mu- and the and glutes and the uh, the big three. The That's muscle, like, yeah, exactly. I keep saying it. Which are? Hips, glutes, hamstrings. That's right. HGH. <laughs> um, so, those are, you know, we kind of gone over, I guess, uh, you know, a deadlift platform isn't a machine. No, but, but it's, um, it's, it's, what does your gym have? Totally. But did I ever, st- I, I've probably said this 50 times, that glute ham used to be called the glute ham calf. Glute ham calf. And they first came up with it. Yeah, watch somebody do it. Watch their calves. It, it smokes your calves. You don't know it. Watch somebody do one next time. Watch their calves. You know, CrossFit has redeemed that as the glute ham developer. Instead of... The glute ham raise. I, when I first, I never saw one of those until CrossFit was on TV. Well, then the, then the squat must be the glute ham developer. Too. Yeah. <laughs> right? All I'm going to do some glute ham developers. Um, yeah, GHD, see how deep I can go. They call it GHD. I didn't know and that. They would, well, the reason that, the first time that I ever saw it, they were doing GHD sips. Mm-hmm. So they'd have like a medicine ball and they'd be doing sit-ups on it, but they'd have to touch the ball on the floor, throw it. Face up? Yeah. So on a glute hand. All the way back. On a glute hand. Yeah. I don't go for that. It's uh, That's very compressive. It's CrossFit. It's very compressive on your spine. Spine in that much extension. Is, With weight. Is not so good. Yeah, and then you got an explosive move. Too bad the doc wasn't here. And throw it. Yeah. I mean, I'm all, I'm all about arching, but that's a lot of compression. Yeah. Um, I mean, some, some obvious stuff that could easily be overlooked. Heavy-ass dumbbells. <sighs> Heavy-ass dumbbells Heavy and ass. something to use them on. Yeah. Are the benches adjustable? Is there a good clear area to use them? Uh, I mean, I, you know, dumbbells are, especially when you're... You know, I found when when I was a you know super newbie lifter, you know, never I'm still a newbie powerlifter, mm-hmm. but when I was yep. a newbie just lifter, I, I all of my muscle building was with dumbbells. It was not with a barbell, as far as developing my core or just my yeah. core strength. For a while, I know the some of the NFL was that's all they did. The Patriots for a while were just dumbbells, because I went and heard the strength coach speak one time, and that's all he had them doing. You know. Is that be, I mean that that's probably because it's uh, like more unilateral. I, I imagine that was the theory, but I don't think it was the best theory. But that's what that's what was in then. The guy was a very knowledgeable guy, Johnny Parker. You can look him up, folks. He was a Patriot strength coach for a while, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think what else. Um, well, I was thinking about what about some, any more major things. I, we've already done the bars. Right, yeah, we, we have a whole episode of the bars. Go back and listen to that. I believe go back was, and listen to it. But that was episode three. But for folks with a bad limb, the safety bar. For a not so bad limb, but still bad, the buffalo bar. Yeah, no, um, that's a huge point. I mean, think about you know uh, Mike broke his wrist. He, he was, was still able, able to, he was do able to squat. Yep, so a lot of people. Matt Smith able to not miss his squats. Had a bad limb. Yeah, um, and then if you if you just want a challenge, the fourteen inch cambered bar. I think. Brutal. Brutal. So all that stuff, and it just goes on from there with what you can do with it. Yeah. So I think in the, uh, you know, in the, uh, to be fair, let's talk a little bit about some machines that you wish you had. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, I know that this is one that's been brought up multiple Mm -hmm. times, Mm -hmm. and that would be the belt squat. The belt squat. Now now that I saw the newer model, it's not as big as I thought. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'd like to have one. I would like to have one. I don't, it's not as it doesn't have the footprint I thought it did. Right, that's not the one. Have you seen the the Donnie Thompson one? That's got. So instead of hooking up, because a lot of those are like plate loaded. Plate loaded on the front. Right. The belt goes around you. Yeah. And you lay kind of lay back and squat. Right. So Donnie Thompson has one where you are kind of squatting the mm-hmm. plates. They're hung from a belt mm-hmm. through a hole. That's a really the old time style, right? Yeah. Super that, old that's school. what Louis was doing way back. Are those? I mean, have you ever used? Have you? I've never used a belt squat. Um, I used that old. That old monstrosity that was here a few times, but I didn't get much out of it. it. Didn't operate well. Sure. But I saw at the at that gym that one of these meets was at that I went to uh, USAPL meet that I watched. Mm-hmm. There was one at the gym. It's just not as big as I thought. Yeah. So yes, I, that's I'd like to have one. Have you ever seen the uh, Westside Athletic Training Platform? It's like a huge belt squat. It, one big thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I think you could put two. People, I see people wrestle. Yes. Like, you, you, Louie has picture, videos of people. And I don't know if maybe he's got two of them backed up and that's the two people are on it. Yeah. But they're literally grappling, doing these, you know, drills yes. while hooked up to it. That's, uh, he's marketing those to universities. They have room for them, I'm sure. Yeah, you yeah. got to have a 50,000, 100,000 square foot. Yeah, to slide that in because you have so much other stuff you want to put in. Yeah. Instead of one of those. But, yeah, I've seen a picture of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if there's any one piece of equipment, you know, you had a limited space. Money wasn't an option. What mm-hmm. would it be that isn't here? I think probably be the belt squat. The belt squat? Yeah. I can't. What do you think? I don't think we're missing much any, of anything else. More 25 kilo red plates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Does your gym have a kilo set? Ah, that's a good point. <laughs> Very underutilized by the members here, I will say. I put I put that on there. For, I saw you when you were prepping. I thought that was smart, and it made a crazy difference. I thought it was a smart move. Taking the whip, that little bit of extra whip out of mm-hmm. a deadlift, night and day. I thought that was a very smart move by you. Um, it's also, I mean, I wish that I was doing it more often, so yeah. I had my brain in kilo mode. I mean, I don't really want them out on the floor that much, but if you're prepping for a contest, grab them, anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just grab the reds and the blues. Yeah, you don't want to wheel out those. Yeah, I'd like to have a bunch more reds. That's a goal. But that hip squat would be my, you know, my on my wish list. Yeah. Uh, belt squat. Excuse yeah. me. Um, I don't think we have all the bars we want, don't we? Maybe the giant camera I'd like to have. Oh uh, yeah, those are cool. Like what about that. the uh, bamboo bell? The bamboo. Eh, I don't care about it. But if I had, if money wasn't an option, I'd buy it. You for don't think that'd be cool for uh, like uh, speed work? Uh, we used to have something like that, right? Uh, before my time, if it was. There was something here. I just, I didn't. Didn't throw me, but I'd put it in if people wanted it. Sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, just like machine-wise. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd like to have a seated shoulder press to sit Oh, in, those are awesome. You know, those if we had cool. room. But, yeah, or the, and I'd uh, like to have it. I would love to have a dedicated decline press. Really? Of course. I was yeah. about to, I was just going to say incline. Both is what I'd like to have. I'd like to have them side by side, but we don't have the room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be on the, that would be like third and fourth fifth place okay yeah that would be wonderful to have those other than that I can't machine wise and the belt squat being first on the list yeah the elevated track for warm ups yeah <laughs> uh, how about I would I mean I'd like to replace the glute ham that we have yep there's some beauties out there yep that one yep. is a antique for sure mm-hmm. it's barely adjustable yeah. still <laughs> nails you though oh yeah so I'm now I'm thinking about all the little 
extras, the little amenities. Like, sure. Does your gym have an abstract? That's true. Very right? good point. Because for years, I, we would use the tricep uh, mm-hmm. rope. You, yep, and you do it on your knees a lot of times. Which is, how is useless, do it. I think. But uh, just pull the rope down. I have never been able to. I used to see people doing that at the gym. I try it. Yeah, it, it just works better with the strap. The leverage changes, the fulcrum. Well, it's something about you can roll. Yes, it, it turns into what it's supposed to be. So, you know, does your gym have those kind of little, those little luxuries? Yeah, we got three flavors of ab wheel. Three uh, flavors easy, of ab wheel. Harder. If you want, we have a prowler and a sled. Stuff, yeah. Does your gym have that? I mean, you want to get into that? Some. And do you I call have it, a safe place to use it. Yeah, we do. Speed bump to speed bump. Yep. Cardio based power stuff. That's right. It makes it more interesting for us. Totally, and it's, it's you know, it's got to be the best way to do cardio. Mm-hmm. Either short of going on a hike or going mm-hmm. on a walk with some, you know, one of your family members or whatever, getting out there. If you want to train cardio, I think that is like one of the mentally stimulating. And doing cardio and maintaining mental stimulation is not easy. Yeah, those prowlers and the farmer carries yeah, makes yeah. it possible. Right, and the sled drag. Yeah. yeah, it makes it interesting. We're gonna start doing them. After the after these guys finish their meet, sweet, yeah, and then there's uh, some strongman stuff here, but I don't, you know, nobody uses it. Just get but we do have around. a we do have a high end Olympic bar here if you want if you're into it. Yep, we had. Uh, yep, I remember. Uh, what's your face, Sid? Sid, yeah, but this there was a guy here last night doing some beautiful lifts with it. Okay. Yep, Omar. His name's Omar. Yeah, yeah. It's outside my office door, yep. so I don't keep it out in the population. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's funny because it looks like your standard... It uh, looks like a piece of junk chrome bar. But it isn't. It's a $900 bar. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep, so we have the bumper plates to go with it. So does your gym have the real Olympic setup? Yeah. I guess and most it, of the CrossFits do. But. Right. That's really the only... I mean, that's probably the, the real target audience. But if you want to do you know, your clean and jerks and your snatches, you don't want to do CrossFit, maybe you've been doing Look, it for a long time. This guy's serious. I mean, he's been doing this somewhere because he was good. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. He comes in usually early mornings, but he happened to be here, I think it was last night. Nice guy. Sweet. Yep. Well, shout out to Omar. Shout out to Omar because he can move some weight over his head. That's tough. Yes. I, I think I told you that I, uh, doing a clean and jerk, I messed up. I couldn't bench for like six months. Trying to do it from doing a clean and jerk? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, and it was, I was actually I was pretty good. You know, I could do like yeah. two twenty five, and then I just caught one wrong once, and it Shoulder. was it was no, I was oh at wrist yeah, okay. yeah. And it killed me. Yeah, and I had to quit front squatting. Yeah. I couldn't bench. I couldn't do push ups. It, it's a it's a separate sport. Totally, it's not I mean, just they, tra- they weight call, training. I don't want to be too degrading here, but there's a reason that powerlifting is in the Special Olympics. And squat, <laughs> and clean and jerk and snatches in their Olympics. I, I never heard that one. I heard somebody say, "Powerlifting is rock and metal, and Olympic lifting is classical music." I've heard people compare that uh, conventional deadlifting to sumo deadlifting, where conventional is heavy metal and uh, sumo is Co- classical. classical. Interesting. I didn't know I was a classical guy. You're a classical guy. <laughs> that's a, that's a good way to look at that because sumo, you know, there's a lot can go wrong, right. so you got to. Uh, or you can grip and rip it. Grip and rip conventional. You, you can't grip and rip so much sumo, can you? No. There's a little more. There's not that much room for error. No. It's, yeah. uh, I know one thing we don't have. We don't have a sumo deadlift bar. Danny's got one. Really? It's knurled all the way across. The whole thing? Yes. 
I, I know and, that. And I realize now the advantage because I recently had some of them, my clients switch and they're, they're little, they're smaller women. So they need, their grip needs to come in and there's nothing there. I'm going smooth. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind having them. I don't really want to buy one, but it, wouldn't be, it would be nice to have one. It seems like you wouldn't need the knurling to go all the way. I can't remember if it goes all the way, but it's there's but, more. Yeah, and so and like in the middle, it's. I mean, it's, I'm I'm sure that it's a like deadlift bar. Oh, it is. Sumo. It's a, it's, a, it's a deadlift bar with with the knurling. So it's got like the skinnier. If I oh yeah for sure it's a deadlift bar yeah, so he's got that, and that's nice. I was trying to think what he's got up there that we'd like. Yeah, he's got some nice toys up there. He got a lot of nice toys. He's got a belt squat. Yes, I believe I re- so. I'm pretty yep. sure he does. What else does he have? He's got some. He's got a lot of different machines. I wouldn't, I mean, further down on the list, maybe a pec deck for, I like them for rear delts. Yeah, that's great. You know, but I don't care about them for chest. Yeah. It's good. You can get a good stretch out of them. I had some hammer, other hammer stuff here. You weren't here. Yeah. You know what? One thing that I don't think I've, it's tough to set up in the power rack, Mm -hmm. but a military, seated military press. That's what I was talking about. No, but for a barbell. Yes, that's what I was talking about. A dedicated seated press. Not set. a hammer, not a machine. Not though, a machine. But you, no, you put a just bar, put a bar in and do them. Yeah, it's got the low. That's back. what I was talking about earlier. That's you know somewhere in that one through five, but not up with the belt squat. Yeah, yeah. Along with an incline and a decline press, something like that. I think here we've uh, like tripled your square footage. I know to, uh, the gym just exploded. Exactly. So I still say we have a lot of stuff that. You really have to have to. Absolutely. And I think just about everything that we listed on the want to have can mm-hmm. be, you can you can find a way to do without it very easily. It's And the stuff that is here is not as easy to deal, you know, mm-hmm. train without. If you're training for powerlifting, you don't have a monolift, it's pretty tough. If you don't have deadlift bar and a deadlift platform, pretty damn tough. Pretty damn tough. And, and I think you get away with the bench. You could train on a shitty bench. You'll have maybe you'll have a little bit of an advantage. Coming. You might you might actually might feel good to you to lay down on a nice bench. Yeah, you got. The, I remember using the uh, a Thompson fat pad bench for the first time. Yeah, I, I felt like the, I could press a ton more. That's what I because I'm not that. that wide. Yeah. So I was almost getting like I could really put my lats into it, and then I when I came home, yeah, torn up. Right, but then they're not allowed. So no, I, I, I don't know. It, it was easier. I could mm. press more. Yeah, and so that's why unless I don't know. you're a really big dude. I can't see training on one of those all the time. Because that pad was on my list for a while, but I don't want to get used to it. Right. Exactly. And you would. So. And it's you know that it would become the preference very quick. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Anything else? How about chalk? I hear people say, we can't use. I've, there's people here that go to other gyms. Yeah. And they come here too. We can't use chalk. I said, well, here, here's a little piece. Put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> And they use it. They go use it. But they're not supposed to be. Right. They're, they've been spoken to about it. And I used liquid chalk for the first time ever. I saw Theo had it that. It freaking weirds me out. I don't know why. I didn't see it. I, I only like heard it. about it. Okay. No, I can't. I mean, I mean, so it's you're putting elbows glue on your hands. Is that what it is? It's does it get on the bar? Like. What? Does it get on the bar? I don't know. Oh. I assume it does. All it is, it's chalk mixed with rubbing alcohol. Oh, okay. I saw the little container. I didn't even look at so it. So I think all it really does is it prevents dust. Mm-hmm. But it must, it's got to be getting on the bar. It has to be. But it's really weird because you, you know, you put this big freaking glob of it on your hands, you mm-hmm. rub it together, and mm-hmm. then you got to. Oh, it dries? It, you got to blow on your hands. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm doing something that doesn't need chalk, I still like putting chalk on my hands. That's one thing that this gym has just 
beaten into me is I got like an addiction to having chalk on does, my hands. Yeah. Does your gym have a chalk stand? A chalk stand, and will you be able to use chalk? I've seen people and some wall-mounted units. Some wall-mounted chalk units. Yes, yes that we have, have those special, too far. specially mounted wall units with chalk. Yes, and we provide it. Ultra custom. Does it provide it? Which we do. Yeah, each one of those squares is forty bucks. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. The, the chalk in the bottle, I don't know. It's like if I'm going to read a newspaper, I want it in my hands. I don't want to look at it online. Yeah, I, I need a paper in my hand. Yeah, the, I don't know if I would not say I'm old fashioned, but using the, I'm sure if you're in a gym that doesn't allow chalk, liquid chalk is you just. It might be it. the answer for you, and maybe you you grow to love it. Does it show on your hand? Oh yeah. Oh okay. So you know it's there. Yeah. But it smells like uh, the double bubble, like oh, the, really? like the long, you know the gum yeah, that yeah. comes in like the little plastic yeah. thing you pull Absolutely. it out. That's ex- like I haven't smelled double bubble in probably 15 years and. That's what it smells That's like. That's exactly the first thing I thought of. Yeah, they were handing it around the other day. I didn't even look at it. Yeah. That's interesting. No, i I got to have chalk. Just, like a surgeon. He goes scrubs up. we got to have chalk. That's right. Get it on there. Like Doc. I'll doc, put, I'll doc put chalk in my hands up. for... I won't be working out. I'll be hand, giving hands. Spot up. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'll be chalk. I'll be chalking my hands on Saturday when I spot. I, I put chalk on for the safety bar. You can't even use it. <laughs> I know. I, right there. I did the same thing. I know. And I, I put it on. I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, I hope yeah. nobody picks up on this. <laughs> Put a little on the inside of your index finger. Yeah. 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 Uh, you really don't need it when you do hook grip. You better not if but, you're doing hook grip right. Right. But it's still just nice. Yeah. Try you out a little bit. So let's see. Does you, uh, so hey. I was going to say, for the I think for the last, <laughs> while we're on the, yeah. you know, we got chalk. We're, we've gone from we're really down, big to really to, small. To molecules. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And to go even smaller than that to get into vapor. Does your chalk oh, have ammonia? I, very good. Now, we've had, you know, we've had, there's, I know there's some people that are going to use ammonia every time they lift. There's going to be some people that use ammonia only for the heavy days, and there's going to be some people who use ammonia for third attempts only. Right. But it's available. We, you don't have to look insane while you're huffing a bottle of ammonia. We know it. We're on the same page. We love it. We want to see that you getting hyped up. You see, we watch somebody grab that bottle. We're going to get you fired up a little well, bit. Well, again, it goes back to Theo. He brought that. Did you see that what he brought? The high test. Some, I just turned. I said, "Yeah, I'll try." I've it. never seen you move that fast. I almost collapsed. It, but well, well so what was funny is uh, I was filming you guys after that, and I took, I had it like at my waist. Yeah. And I, I've, I've never hit, got hit like that. I've even used the snappers, and they, yeah, that just that almost dropped me. Yeah. So I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. That shit's intense. Yeah. So. Um, Anything I can't. Um, Belts. Are, we have various yeah, extra belts. belts. That's nice. The gym with a belt if you need one. Yeah. Right? If you don't have one, you forgot it, look on the wall. Total, that's huge. They go all the way up. We only had one guy that we couldn't fit. But you had two. <laughs> we had two. <laughs> I put two belts together. So it still worked out. Did, didn't you get him a belt? I got him a belt. It's on the way. I thought that uh, Russ gave him a belt. Russ gave him a belt for now, but he, I ordered him one too. He has to give that back. What's the uh, diameter? I'm going to say around the 55-inch range. That's a big boy. <laughs> We're not naming anybody. We're nope. just, that's just, a... Uh, yeah. that's, we, we have belts that will go from 26 to 56. Yeah, we have belts fit these little women with these little waists, right? Yep. All the way up. 
So it could fit you and your training partner. You could <laughs> do a three-man bench in it. Yeah. Tandem. Yeah. All right. So 36 hours out from the uh, APF Main State Championships at the Westbrook Armory. Friday morning, people. I need like three, three guys. Three guys. One dude with a power drill. Come help us out. If you don't have a power drill, I'll let you borrow mine. If I know you, come on. Help us out. Um, it's it, it, it's about a 45-minute job. It's a 45-minute job, and you don't know how much we appreciate it. It, it seems like a, a very small gesture. It seems like a pain in the ass, and everyone's going to be running around, and you might not. You know, you'll, I'm sure you'll get a thank you, but you might not. Trust me. We appreciate it. It's a big deal for us. And, I mean, when you volunteer for something like this, the, the, the community recognizes it also. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like I said, you know, I've met some great friends from this. You could start by, and maybe if you don't want to start lifting here, maybe you've been thinking about lifting here, you want to get a better sense of the community. You help out, you get a month. Come help, exactly. You're raising some money. Free I'm, month. I'm taking a check right over to the Veterans Center on Stevens Avenue. This doesn't go to some abstract place. Right. Take it right to the place that needs it. Yep. Exactly. So when we say we're helping wounded warriors, we're literally helping yeah. wounded main warriors. In fact, they tell us, they tell me where the money goes. Right. It's not like you're giving this to a $90 million corporation. No, I always say it's not much. And he's, they'll tell, well, you know, this is going to help someone. It's a family. tank of oil. It's a quart of wood. Yes. It's uh, yeah. five trips to Hannaford. Yeah. It's a, it's a month of prescription meds. It, something. He, the guy said, yes, it is a lot. Thank you. And there you have it. So, yeah. um, and then again, August eleventh uh, for the push pull. Keep your eyes out for that if you're looking to do any, that. Any any minute now, that'll be you'll be ready to enter. Excellent. Um, any minute. Also, you know, check out the uh, one thing we haven't plugged in a while. Check out the web store. Yeah, we got some good swag, uh, some great t-shirts. Yeah, the t-shirts have really kind of leveled up, if you will. We got some new ones in. I'd say uh, Emily's probably the one to go to if you're interested in some shirts. We got some sweet camo ones. Nice material. Yeah, the Dynamax camo t-shirts. Yep, yeah, those are sweet. Yeah. So um, we're looking forward to seeing everyone on Saturday, um, and we are getting close to our fifty. We're we're close to a year straight, Matt. So yeah, crazy, huh? Thanks again. Thank you. You're the one that produced it all. You house it. I just jabber. <laughs> you pay the rent. That's right. All right. Thank you all. We will see you Saturday. Give me a call for Friday morning. Friday morning. Anybody? Somebody? Please. Thank you all. Good night.